All right, everybody. Well, welcome to another episode of The Crux. Ryan here. And Slade. And uh, I think, Slade, you're going to start off by just um, laying out the, the, the problem of... Uh, one of the fat maybe the one of the one of the facets of communication um one of the struggles men have in terms of communicating to their partner what they want yeah and really this is one of those like so many of our themes it's a combination of things that i've heard a lot about from men in both group and therapeutic settings but also something i worked myself and and i think you know whatever the dynamic of the relationship men and women men and men women all all versions of relationship what what one of the primary challenges is, is, is how to have a conversation about needs that's vulnerable and straightforward and honest. And um, so many of the men come to us stuck with not knowing how to get their needs and wants met. And when they try to strategize, get their needs and wants into the space, the conversation doesn't go well. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't leave them feeling like heard like like hopeful, uh, like they're in like they're in a partnership where they can get what they want mm-hmm. um, without feeling bad. And so, you know, we've been talking about what is what 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 happens. Why does this conversation about why should you not be able to be with another human being and say this is what I need, this is what I want, and 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 find that together. And you know, we could go into the, all the childhood wounding that makes that so hard. But I think for the for the purposes of today. Um, we really want to stay with what what actually is breaking down and and, and um, focus a little bit on um, how to hold the problem differently. And so men are in this place where they don't know what what how to lead the conversation, how to engage their partners. And there's two different versions of how it goes awry. And and I think Ryan and I can each each kind of attest to how these work in ourselves. Ryan, mm-hmm. um, well, so I'll just lay out my my version of of how I uh, don't actually present my need or my want, my plan um, vulnerably or collaboratively. Um, it's a habit, you know that I could say I may have picked up from my father. I don't know where I got it, but uh, looking back, I can see how there's been a, fortunately, like a slow demise or kind of morphing of this habit. But so initially this habit was, or this pattern was for me to just kind of, kind of take or just assume that um, this is related maybe to my personal development, professional development, you know, my work. So I'm just going to kind of present it like, so yeah, I've um, I signed up for this um, you know couple therapy training in LA uh, you know in April, so I'll be gone for four days. I mean, something more or less like that because in my mind I was like, well, this is just really important. Like I I need this training to kind of you know bolster my work, and it's it it's like. And it was is built on so it's it maybe just take a moment to name how relationships obviously co-evolve like wherein historically my wife Eden has a like is a very generous spirit wants the best for me and so um, there's just a long history of of her just being like sure great whatever you know we'll figure it out that sounds good mm, yeah 
seeing that it was, I'm not saying like, Hey, I'm going to go with the boys down to the Las Vegas for four days. Right. I'm just, I'm not that kind of guy. And maybe she would have had some issues with that, but anyway, um, that just formed this pattern, right. Of, of me presenting my needs and wants in a way that wasn't really relational, like, and it actually took, um, what really actually shifted this was I was working with a business life coach that was, we were talking about my year and he was like, so, you know, you're going to present, you know, these plans, and, you know, the men's groups you're offering and the courses you're taking, you know, present those to Eden first, you know, and see how she feels about all that. I'm like, uh, yes, of course. <laughs> it's kind of assumption that was that I would, and it kind of, you know, it, it brought, it made mm. clear that, um, that I, I just wasn't, I wasn't doing that, you know, and I was, you know, really actually missing out on this opportunity to then to actually feel more like a team with her, right? Mm -hmm. um, I was right. also feeding this experience, this very real experience in her that, that was uh, something along the lines of, he doesn't really think of me first, you know, and that was kind of eroding naturally mm -hmm. eroding our connection our closeness yeah um causing her distress in that way um so that's that's my that's kind of that's my version yeah. yeah that's really i know that one too it's just um it's 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 a, it's a way of trying to get your needs met without having to ask and risk rejection having to risk not having them um right and and uh, and so in that way you're not seeing your partner as a peer as a as a as a person who's with you on the journey and uh, and i could just see how that leads to the erosion of of that bond yeah and and i yeah. miss out on her like really feeling her support and you know right just backing true backing yeah. not just like true sure backing. you know you know you're gonna do ryan like as you, all, you always do so go ahead something like that it's a good example i uh it just feels like the split in men and i'm going to give you the other side of the split so you can so everybody can kind of see the two ways in general it's more complex than this but two two ways that, that we as men uh show up when we're not feeling courageous enough or centered enough to be vulnerable. And that's the other way I, I sometimes will go about um, trying to get my needs met. And that's the, I have something I want and I'm just gonna stay with this scheduling and cause we're both, you know, busy men that, that fill our calendars with lots of workshops and clients. And so I'm gonna stay with that theme cause it's helpful. Um, I, have a, I have a block of time that I want. And my, you know, my wife's a therapist. So a lot of our conversation is around mm, negotiating the calendar and 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 child care and, and and time to time important time together and all sorts of things and so we're always in a conversation uh but when i'm coming from this this place um that's not vulnerable i'll look at something i want like an hour an hour on friday for to schedule a client to plan a podcast with you what have you and and instead of just saying hey honey i i, I I know we have plans or I know I know this time is important. Um, how did you feel if I just filled that with with with, with another thing? Uh, I'll have that desire, 
but I'll, I'll, I'll sort of strategize um, how to get that need met without asking for it. Mm-hmm. So I'll say things like, oh, honey, um, weren't you thinking about maybe going out for a walk with a friend on, on Friday morning or, or uh, oh, um, whatever, whatever the excuse is, I start kind of laying out groundwork to help her arrive at the conclusion I want to arrive at. Mm-hmm. Try to sell her on the idea before I've even asked. Mm-hmm. And I'll watch her kind of face kind of crinkle and go, what? <laughs> she's, 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 she's a smart she's a smart cookie right and, and and if i'm really in it i'll say no honey i just i just wanted to you know uh, throw out some ideas for um and i'm sort of i'm making it i'm making it more extreme but the, but the point is um i strategize and manipulate and manage her experience mm-hmm. to try to, to try to make it more likely that it'll it'll fit for her um it'll she'll say yes she'll embrace what i want and uh what we and and just to insert here a question because i think it'd be helpful to everyone like what are you afraid would happen if you didn't manage her you just asked directly for what you wanted uh she would say no Um, or she would or she might be frustrated that i asked Mm -hmm. um i even asked for another thing when I've been asking for a lot. Uh-huh. Um, and that brings another point. So, so what I'm, you know, Ryan's talking about sort of the, 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 the don't ask, don't tell, just do it. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of waving the flag for the other version that uh, we as men can do, which is apologizing, managing our partner's expectations, not asking, but trying to strategize our way to, the, to our goal. Um, that doesn't mean that when I want to ask Misha for something like an hour here, time weekend there for a workshop. I don't hold the context of where I'm asking. Mm -hmm. So not being apologetic doesn't mean I don't say, hey, honey, I know I've asked for a lot this week. I know that could be an hour we could do house chores together. Um, I know this weekend would be great for us, but I really, I really need this time. Mm -hmm. So, so contexting it, attuning Mm -hmm. to the, the, to Mm -hmm. the history with your partner is, is still important. But I'm asking, but I say, but, but I really need this hour, or I really, I really want to do this. And then letting her, the, the, the vulnerability is in letting her then go cost benefit. Right. What, right. what, what does she feel generous enough or resourced enough to respond to uh-huh. letting her go? It is a lot, but I know this is important to you. Mm-hmm. Go for it. And, you know, I feel emotional as I say that because I, I can feel the generosity of my my partner mm-hmm. and how often she 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 tries to give me what I want when she knows it's important. Yeah. And 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 when I'm strategizing and manipulating and contorting and apologizing, like you said, I don't let myself feel who she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, and, it, and it does erode our intimacy. And uh, and that's what pays. That's really what the, pr- the price it gets paid. Because at the end of the day, whether I get a weekend, get an hour, don't get an hour, um, at the at the end of the day, it's what is our bo- what is our bond based on? Mm-hmm. Are we collaborating as as two peers who who trust each other? And and um, what's the worst that could happen? Hey, it's like, no, it doesn't feel good. I don't want to give you that hour. Okay, yeah. I have to tell some client no. Yeah, and no, nobody dies. Right. 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 And, and you've cultivated also to name it, right. You've cultivated a relationship with her wherein the no is like, I wish I could, 
you know? Yeah. Right. Like you feel that it's not like it's, it's, you're not it's in most, a, you're not in a, a, a like a, a tight, tight sort of like that many relationships get into of like, well, you haven't given me much. And so I don't want to give you much. And it, it ends up being in this very ungenerous sort of um, culture. No. And I think you and I both have generous partners in those ways. Um, and, and so, but even if, even if, even if I'm really out to lunch and she says no in a frustrated way, because I shouldn't really be asking considering the context of what we're even in conversation, that's okay too. That's not the, that's not the, the, the majority of the responses, but even if that happens, yeah. uh, then there's something for me to go, Oh, well, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, kind of off that I would ask in that way. Right. Right. So there's, there's, there's one thing that I, I want to really emphasize here around all of it. And that is, yes, it's, uh, we're talking about, you know, bringing forth a, a need or want vulnerably, but I want to also emphasize that it's about bringing it forth collaboratively. And like what you just yeah, stated slate about um, naming the context, that's a collaborative move, right? Hey, I get that we, you know, generally we just have family time, on you know Sunday mornings, but I'm this training would be really helpful to me. Um, how do you feel about it? Like that's a collaborative move. Like I'm naming, I'm like acknowledging that this is this is an ask, you know, and this is this might take away something that is is generally you know pretty good for us as a family or as a couple. Um, so we want to always, you know think think about how do we how do we actually and you know set aside the part of us that wants to use whatever technique you you've developed over the years you know we all have them um to try and get what you want to try to to think about this desired outcome and then just and hold to that outcome and just try and get that that mindset is just inherently non-collaborative and is going to get backlash Right. And you won't actually often get what you get, get what you want because, um, and if you do get what you want, quote unquote, you're, you're going to get it with a little bit of like, um, bad, they're going to leave a bad taste in the other's mouth, you know? And if you have somebody who's very generous, you may not get the backlash, but over time you may notice a, a, a dampening of, of that fire and go, what happened? And, right. and, and, uh, and is that worth the price mm -hmm. of, of getting, of getting those slots for yourself? Mm -hmm. you, what you reminded me of Ryan with the collaboration is, um, is actually a conversation I was having with Misha about, about relationship and the idea that when you leave singlehood, when you leave your solo mission and you decide you want to be in relationship, you're saying, I don't want it to be just about me anymore. Right. I want something different than getting all my needs met whenever I want all the time. And you're making that exchange and people forget that when you're, when we're asking, when we're either strategizing, apologizing, manipulating, like I'm describing, or kind of pushing through bulldozing, like Ryan's describing either one of those, you're actually just focused on yourself. Mm -hmm. You're focused on getting your need met for you and either going around the person or over the person in front of you, and you're not actually in relationship with them. There's a, there's a, there's a narcissism to that. Mm -hmm. 
um, right. Right. because you're not willing, you're not, you're not, ex yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm actually thinking about an example that just occurred last week, you know, that, I mean, I, I guess I can think of it as, um, I'm, I'm proud of it, honestly. Like, um, I uh, got an invitation to go to a, you know, kind of a celebratory bachelor, I want to say party, kind of like celebration in Mexico in a surfing village, you know, in Mexico for five, you know, five days. And, you know, part of me was like, wow, that's like, that sounds fun. Like that's like, like actual vacation. You know, most of my like time away is some training or meeting some men's group or what have you. And so at first I was like, I you know, that doesn't feel, I don't want to ask that of Eden, you know, that time away. I don't want to maybe spend them, you know, the different parts of me came up that didn't want to, that didn't want to give me that, you know? And I would, I noticed myself actually um, doing all that processing as I kind of naturally do on my own and, and acting as if it's a decision that I'm, 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 I'm going to make on my own, like still oh. this day. Right. Um, yeah. And forgetting, I mean, this is my like blind spot always. It's like, I have this woman who loves me, who wants, who does not earnestly want the best for me. And I want the best for her like that. That's the core. That's the truth of things. But I'm not, I'm not in the truth of things. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm processing it all on my own. And then finally I realize I'm stuck around the decision. I'm like, and I lay it all out to her. And she's like, that sounds like so much fun. Like you should do that. I'm like, well, what about this? And she's like, no, we'll figure that out. Yeah. And it kind of brings tears to my eyes. Cause it's like, that's, yeah, like that's actually there. Right. I mean, cause mm -hmm. I'm, and I think it's fair to say that I've been offering the same to her. Like anytime she comes to me with like a, like, should I do this training or should I go visit my parents out east and i'm worried about this i'm like we'll figure that out you know it's we you know fortunately we've found our way to creating that kind of collaborative atmosphere around such things yeah that's uh that's that's touching um just to feel that and i can see that conversation between you two and um you what you included here was the context that you do have a reciprocal relationship with eden um, that you 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 weren't letting yourself remember um, that that you do you do give and take with each other and so for, if you're listening out there and you're not sure if it's been weighted too heavily and that's why context is everything and you're not clear um, maybe you've been getting your way a lot and it's time to be a little bit more generous on the other side you know this isn't a one size fits all this inquiry that Ryan and I are presenting should also push you back into reflection. Like, what is the scorecard here? Mm -hmm. What is our what is our dance? Um, that's the context in which you start approaching this um, mm -hmm. by being in reality. Right. Yeah, it harkens back to a podcast we did a bit ago about actually asking asking for that feedback. Right. Really, like proactively. Like, how do you feel about like the the level of time? You know, the amount of time. I'm is it fair? Is it fair? Right. Does, Does it feel, feel fair, fair to you? What would feel more fair? What time is there more time you need, you know, like to oh, to to actually initiate it, initiate that kind of conversation and really listen, mm -hmm. you know, and not go into the the part that we all have, like, well, you did this and will you take this time? And um because you want to hear you want to hear the experience and you wanna 
you know, if a partner's not in a super collaborative mode, you know, you can, you can lead it, right. You can, you can say, well, I want us, I do truly, and if you, you know, mean this, right. I do truly want us both to feel like it's really fair. I want us both to get as many of our needs and wants met in this relationship. So what, what can we do? Let's look at this together. And all of this arm them. They're like anything, any languaging you put forth. That's like, let's look at this together. Like I don't together. have, I'm not holding some like bottom line. Like I need this and that. Um, I want a bunch of different things. I'm sure you want a bunch of different things. How do we do this together? It should be very disarming to them. Right. Um, yeah. And, and, and that's the kind of collaborative uh, conversation we're, we're really standing for, um, which is such a, which is such a sea change for men to 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 set to step into and and if what we're talking about feels like a big ask for any of you out there and as you try to take seize those moments and 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 try to try to be honest and and and, and hold context and be responsive and be attuned and state your need if, if ever it feels like god I, I just keep slipping into one slot or the other, the bulldozer or the explainer, and I can't can't snap out of that. That's that's then that's a piece of work. Mm -hmm. That's okay. <laughs> work that with your therapist, with your men's group, and 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 make it make it your one of your goals to get better at mm -hmm. um, and be honest about about your challenges there. Um, when we when Ryan and I present these things. Sometimes it's it's something you can just go and start practicing, and sometimes it pushes you towards where your edge, where your growth edge is. And um, so, wherever you line up, it's fine. <laughs> um, totally. And, and if you and if you're struggling, if you're stuck, like Slade's saying, like get get help, get feedback from you know maybe other men or other uh friends that um you really respect you look at them and you're like god damn that is one like master communicator or like they seem they seem to really like um always present their needs in a way that's direct but contextualized like they could pick their brain a bit you know Wh whatever you can do right because i think you get at this point like this this skill um is absolutely essential to your well-being, to the well-being of your relationship. And it's a practice. It's something you 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 fail at, and then you and you learn from, mm -hmm. and you succeed, succeed in moments, and you you start to see, oh, this makes our bond feel better, and oh, this makes me feel more alone, and and um, it's a it's like it's like a lab. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. So that's a lot to chew on men out there um but you know ryan and i as always we were very open to hearing from you um how it's landing and what you're experiencing out there mm -hmm. thanks for listening everybody until next time <laughs>